Hello and welcome to another Monkeys football show. We have got uh, football to talk about. We'll talk about football this week. I thought we'd mix it up a bit. Um, we have a full house again. Mr. Nuttall has decked out his uh, house today. I have a medical Appreciate the effort. effort. Do you like Ian, Ian Endon's? Anything oh, fell down. Good job you told me about that. Ian Endon's made a reappearance. It's been a while. Uh, Wayne did make, it, did make some effort, but the effort was too much effort. Yeah, it's just going to hold a sign at once. Which for our audio listeners is a real treat. <laughs> if you're listening on Spotify, well, fuck you. <laughs> and Odie Pie's here as well. How's it going, Odie? Yeah, good, mate. Um, so we'll talk about a few Premier League games uh, and then we're going to talk about the South Yorkshire Derby that happened. Um, we will probably try and go shorter than we normally do, but who knows? We'll fucking go on forever, isn't it? Um, so we'll start with the big Premier League game of the weekend, which was Chelsea against Arsenal. Um, it is normally <laughs> it is normally a, a blockbuster game, but it was title challenges against a mid-table team. Um, Ode, let's start with Chelsea. Chelsea were very impressive. Lukaku is the mis- not the missed piece of jigsaw because he won Champions League for God's sake, but he just adds something really special to that to that team. It does. It. it- it brings it brings others into play really well, doesn't it? Uh, it looks a lot better than than what he did before he went to Italy. It, it mm. were unbelievable. That I mean, you look at Arsenal's defense anyway. But even still, even we been Arsenal's defense, he made it look ridiculous. It 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 were like it was just bouncing off him. They couldn't they couldn't get near him. They they didn't know what to do. They started fouling him, and uh, yeah, the. Uh, he got his goal, didn't he? And uh, mm. yeah, I'm sure it'll be first of a lot. Yeah, it's his first goal for Chelsea. He didn't score in his first spell uh, for them. Um, didn't really play him though, did they? First he he only made like ten appearances or something like that. Um, yeah, how impressed were you with Natoli? Is can you see the improvement from Manu, or do you think he's similar player, more finely tuned? How do you see him? He's a lot leaner, isn't he? And I don't know they're bouncing off him, but there's a lot of, you know, to get get about pitch. And uh, listen, we've seen enough of him on the international stage and bits of what we've seen from him to, to know that he's obviously improved on what he were at Manu. But he were good before he went to Manu, so it's not really a surprise mm. to see him. The only thing he ever lacked really were first touch, and I don't think I mean he might have improved it a bit, but I'm not convinced he's still got a fantastic first touch. So uh, mm. I suppose time will tell on that. How much has improved, but it's hard to take anything from it when you're playing Arsenal because they're awful. They are pretty shit, Wayne. Yeah, it's it's really funny though, isn't it? Let's be fair. It's good to watch. I mean, we were talking about this the other night. Um, they're not so shit that they're going to get relegated, but it's great to see them finish. I'd love to see them finish like 13 for something like that. All these Arsenal fans that have grown up on Bergkamp, Henri, uh, Vieira, Pires, even going to the slightly beyond that as well. They still had an eighth decent team going to like 2006, 2007, even though they weren't winning anything. And now they're saying this. This, kids, is why you shouldn't be a glory hunter. Support a terrible team like we all do. <laughs> well, Odin might disagree with you on that. I was about to say, I'm waiting for Odin to pipe up then. No, uh, it was potential bait, weren't it? I'm, I'm not, I'm not, in, I'm not hungry. It, it weren't bait. Good. Come on, out of the last yeah. twenty-five years of watching, how many have oh, been good years? Oh yeah, on that kind of time Two. scale, that kind of time scale. Yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been very high, then very shit, then high again. Very high, yeah. but mainly shit. Mainly shit. Yeah, you have to yeah. suffer. You, you have to suffer to enjoy good times, don't you? Exactly. Uh, now the Arsenal I fans. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember too many good times. Um, all these Arsenal fans that bought into the idea of them being a big club are now getting a reality check in the same way that Liverpool did in the early 2000s. I've seen nothing from that Arsenal side at all. No. Chelsea never got out of second gear the other day. It was like a they, they could have got six if they wanted to. Yeah, they could. They missed enough chances to get a few more, mm. but I don't think they ever really stepped it up at any point. Yeah. They, they literally, it was like a training game from Arsenal. Although Leno pulled up a stunning save, didn't he? He did, yeah, that one that yeah. he tipped onto the bar. 
But from that, a like, shape point of view, the gaps the gaps in their team defensively were massive. And I don't, I, don't, I just, I, I, it's a bit of personnel. It's a bit of how they've been set up. I think it's a bit of everything at Arsenal at the minute. For me, when you know, when you if you're not not got a very good attacking team, which we especially with Bamiang and Lacazette out, they haven't got a very good attacking team. Smith Rowe's potentially going to be a good player. But it's all all potential going forward. So what you then need to do is set up a decent base. Make even if you haven't got the best defenders in the world, at least make them organised, make them solid enough, so you've got a base to build on, so you can you know counter attack, for example. Two games in, and they've looked so unorganised. That's the basics of a football team. If you haven't got the the, you know, the key blocks further up the pitch, it's crazy. No, it's completely anti-Arsenal historically. You, know, you, said, you said that, but since Arsenal to the Invincibles and all that, they always had a strong base. And just since Adams retired, <laughs> since Adams and Keown and Winterburn, they haven't had a good defence, have they? They've not had one for no. a long time. No, but they've not had a poor defence either. That defence is that defence is poor. In, in times when they had your Van Persie and Fabregas and people like that, the defence will all let them down back then. So mm. it's not that they didn't. They've not had a good. They've not had what you would class as a good defence for a long, long time. Hmm. They've absolutely no depth and all, have they? I mean, you look at what options well, did they have yesterday? Yeah, yeah Bamiang and Lacazette are out. That's it. We always playing up front. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They talk uh, Martinelli. I'm not. I mean, other than when he thirty, well, he's, he's like the Arsenal version of uh, Federico Makeda at Man U. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, he burst onto it scene. He, he were going to be brilliant, scored goals on his day, like early days, and then was shit. And I think that's exactly what Martinelli's uh, roots heading. Mm. They've got, got a big gold medal. They've got bags of potential in the team, but that's all it is. And that's all it might mm. ever be. Mm. They've got no leaders on pitch. You could argue was Jacker is, but he's shit. So it's not ideal. Yeah. Uh, and other than that, they just they just got potential everywhere, and it's no good having a team full of potential. Mm. What we're having Mar- said. <laughs> Go on, say it. You don't win anything with kids. Some of these aren't kids, though, are they? You look at yeah, Callum Chambers. I look whenever he had potential. Yeah, he's still, still there. Exactly. <laughs> this is what I'm getting at, though, with their team at yeah. minute. Callum Chambers, Rob Holding, plays they built in with Maitland with Niles. potential, and they're still no better now than they were back then. And that could be the same could be said for that hundred and thirty odd million they've just spent. Yeah. El Nenny. Underfunded Wayne. El Nenny on fucking bench. Wank. To be fair, I'd have seen in catches supposed to be leaving, isn't he? Palace is after him, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. I think Palace are valuing him around ten million, but Arsenal want twenty, something like that. But is that a contract? Potential. Is that a contract in summer? You can't hold out for that. Is it? Yeah. Okay. There'll, there'll, be a, there'll be a reasonable uh, go on, compensation package. Yeah, because he's under 24, isn't he? Yeah. Um, mm. But this 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 makes the Ramsdale deal even more crazy that you're spending, what were it, 25 million on a second choice keeper. You're paying 25 million for him to be number one in probably a couple of seasons. Well, Leno's, not... Leno's done it end of the year, isn't he? I think he's, got, he's in his last year. Yeah. Fair enough. But that's still twenty-five million pounds for a player in a year's time. It don't. It seems really strange. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it though. I, I don't. I don't. I'm worse. Ben White's got COVID, so he can't know. play anyway. It's crazy. I'm, I'm not one of these. I'm not Wayne who hates Arsenal, but it is still very funny. I do appreciate the comedy. Um, I do hate two games. So it is only two games in. But how impressed Odin are you with Chelsea? Overall, I know it's difficult to take from yesterday, but the positive sign from their point of view is they were just in second gear all game long, and they have got that extra gear. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to... Well, if they carry on like last season and been able to beat like a City, then and they're putting away... To, look, two games in. Ten games, we'll, we'll have a, a, a good idea, ain't we? But... Hmm. Signs are signs are positive for a minute, and, and and we talk about depth. They've they've got that now, aren't they? Um, fetch well, some, somebody made a good point on Twitter earlier that every single player that was on the bench for Chelsea yesterday would have started for Arsenal. Hmm. Chilwell, <laughs> we're, we're sure on bench. yeah, yeah uh, Silver, Silver, we're on bench. Werner on bench. 
Yeah. Mm. We talk about Z-H. Arsenal's attack. Talk about Arsenal's attack, but then to a walk into it. Z-H, 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 I think, yeah. I, I saw it. Kante. Kante. Yeah, I, I agreed with you. I sort of remember looking at bench and thinking, hey, every single one of them would start for Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah, they would. That is I've, crazy. Not seen, I've not seen a great deal of Chalaba. Um, I can't pass judgment on him. If they played the last two games, Ireland, yeah. Yeah. just give him a new contract. Yeah. Fair enough. Let's move on to some complaining by the big boys. Um, the two games that were mentioned... Is it, is it, is it Melamic? <laughs> He's never been called big in his life. Bless him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Manu were drew one with Southampton, and Burnley went to Liverpool and lost two 0 The reason we're talking, the games themselves are pretty remarkable. The Manu drew but win one one one. Southampton is a very good point for Southampton. The, the point from this is that they're complaining about the physicality um, from the teams. Jurgen Klopp said that it was like watching wrestling. Watching Burnley play Liverpool, um, Oligon Solskjaer says that we've got to be careful that we don't don't turn football into rugby. Um, you could have not watched the games at all, and you can see how stupid and childish those comments are. Well, I, I did actually watch. I didn't watch all Liverpool games. Obviously, ours were on, but I watched the first half an hour, and I did watch the Man U game. And I don't think there was an ordinary that happened really. If anything, mm. games become too soft, and you've got to think think about it from a logical point of view. You're Sean Dyche. You haven't got the technical players to match yourselves up against Liverpool. So what are you going to do? You, you're going to try and get in the faces, and that. that... Go on, sorry. Well, what else are you going to do? You're not going to get any point just playing any other way because you've got to try and stop them playing. That's it. Mm. And it's not like they're going out and trying to break each other's legs. And they're not, they're not, are they? It, no. The, the, the things like that get pulled up, so they're doing a bit of grappling. They're ragging him around a bit. Shut fucking whinging, man. The the problem is they're playing football politics for that exact reason that Nuttall mentioned. These smaller teams will never compete with the big six in terms of um, technical ability. So they make these little complaints about the physicality, and at the end of the season, or probably even halfway through the season, um, the FA look at it, I have a look at it, and the rules will change to suit the bigger teams, and that's that's kind of the problem because as much as people think all oh, the rules in football are made by the big clubs and it's to suit the big clubs, any rule changes are proposed by the leagues of which mm. the clubs control. Um, so for me, this is a, a big problem because it's clubs trying to again make the playing field uneven. The clubs have got the money, have got the technical players, want to be able to say, no, no, we're going to reduce the physicality in football. It's just going to be a technical game. It ain't a fair playing field if that's what's happened, because whoever's the big clubs now will continue to be the big clubs if that's what we're going to do. Um, it's something, it's really sneaky. And it's something I hate, it's fucking football politics that people play, but that's exactly what's happening. If it's having said that, well, uh, having said that, Oden, we Oden came to my house on, on Saturday, and one of the first things you said to me, Ord, was that you don't like the Premier League because of how soft it is. And that's not two big six teams, that's Leeds against Everton. Yeah, that one. It's, it's refereed by soft, though, that I, and that's where it's going in it, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, because the referees are guided by what yeah. the league want from them, and the yeah. league is guided by what the big clubs want from them because they have the most swear. So, so it doesn't really matter who's playing because they're playing under the same rules, aren't they? Hmm. But, I mean, that's fine when it's two smaller clubs playing each other <laughs> or when it's a smaller club playing a bigger club again that felt like a, I was aiming for a bite I weren't there <laughs> you, I, I thought you were definitely aiming for a bite I we were referring we, to you we, and Everton as small clubs yeah, we, we, yeah but the thing is with Leeds we don't we don't try and rough them up. We won't and go to sue him and play football. No, nah, we're just calling you a small club, or that's all they wanted to buy from oh, you. Right. I, I wasn't aiming for a bite there. I was being deadly serious. And I weren't aiming that at Leeds. I was aiming that as when the non-top six clubs play each other, it's not a problem. When a non-top top six club plays a top six club, it's an unfair playing field. Because you're not, you can't compete technical ability. And that's mm. why Stoke did so well in Premier League for so many years. Because they, they took the, phys- the technical ability out of it and made it a physical game 
and they, they thrive from it. And I think, particularly in the early years of them in Premier League, the people enjoyed it because it was a, a, something different to what were on display. Maybe not so as years went by, but people want to see something different. And if you're going to eliminate that, well, football's, we're always say football's changing, whether it's for better or worse, is a, you know, up for debate, but for me it's for worse. It's only going to get worse if that's what you're going to do. You really think that's going to be the last time this season we hear about it? You really think that wasn't coordinated? <laughs> well, what what is good that the response has been ridicule? There's not been many people on social media that's gone, you know what, they've got a point in Burnley a bit rough or, or whatever. It's just people just took piss out of them. And that's mm. what you need. That's the, that's the response you need because you can't take comments like that seriously for me. Well, that's what happened kind of last season, weren't it, when uh, when they were all this week and we clopped. We uh, we we the sub the amount of subs uh, wanted by the uh, so-called bigger clubs with bigger squads and uh, and all that money on bench, so that that was thrown out, wasn't it? Mm. Can't remember. Yeah, yeah. 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 That yeah probably, Premier League didn't get five, but, uh, but AFL did. Yeah. So I don't know if I don't know if it would be the same kind of thing where. Do, do the with with the rules like that, do the clubs have the say or not? Because um, that's what happened. Yeah, when it, got, it, went, it, went, it went to a vote, didn't it? Uh, yeah. Last season with subs. So, yeah, I, I do. I don't understand where where it's coming from though, because it it, it probably is. The, the the problem is and all, the game has gone soft it, it, over a number of years now. Mm. In the Premier League, it's it's soft. Uh, so, when there's any kind of inconsistency like that, it's going to be they're going to be whinging about it mm. because it's soft. Yeah, I don't disagree with you on that one, mate. Um, but yeah, Manu should Manu Manu drew Liverpool one. Liverpool look pretty good, but again, they've not been tested yet. Um, so let's see how they get on when they get a proper test in there. Um, Leeds against <clears throat> Leeds against Everton. Let's talk about Leeds against Everton. A good two-two draw. Leeds still sit with just a point, having conceded seven goals in the two games. I, I, I know you're not worried, Ode, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Is there any concern in the in the, the, the defensive problems that you you did eradicate last season? Of mm. Showing the ruggly little face again. Yeah, but we played. Some people might argue a title contender. At home, first game back with fans, and we played one of the best away teams in league last season. So, I think they are a different no. beast this season, probably though. Under Benitez, different manager, different everything, isn't it, really. Yeah, yeah. But, but you well, don't know what to expect from them. That is what I will say. They could, they could be good. They might not be. You don't know. Yeah, I thought they were. Um, I thought game towards the end were were there for taking. To be honest, um, first half. I don't know if it were a bit overwhelming or whatever, but we we show character to pull uh, equalise twice. Um, the penalty, <laughs> I can't I can't really argue, but I hope <laughs> you can't nice really comment. Oh, oh, what's your view on penalty? No, but, I want to know what Darren England thinks. Really, yeah, it'd be nice if on another day Darren England get it our way. So. Uh, yeah. Um, look, it, it, you know what? It, next, time, next time round, you might give it your work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. It, even the sending out, so you know, they say might have down England again this season, and uh, it hopefully, uh, hopefully, he thinks again uh, about it. Um, so sinister, that odd. So sinister. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> fantastic to be back. Fantastic atmosphere. All right. We, Unbelievable! Uh, it, the 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 game last season I went to on last game we eight thousand. It it was special to be back then, but you don't realise that, that a full house. Uh, Been a long time in all for Leeds. Yeah, well, uh, on to, on to that. We uh, your little uh, your little fishing rod uh, the other day, and it's all saying uh, we couldn't sell out forever, and we've sold out crew tomorrow night at home. So small well club that. 
<laughs> late bite. I would say a week later bite. Brilliant. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, that should be special for because I'm assuming we'll we'll have quite a few youngsters playing that game. It'll be a special special night for them and uh, one I'm sure they'll thrive on. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, lost that's fun and that's quite worrying having all the youngsters play against crew. Is Gary O'Grady still there? <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh, that's that's libel that win. <laughs> no, do you know do you know do you know I didn't say anything? Go on. David Artel. David Artel's manager. Oh, good old Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Dave. Kimberworth fan. Yeah. What a guy. <laughs> so if any of these thought- youngsters are asked to do a hairy bum check, don't do one. <laughs> wow. Just say no, okay. Just say no. Uh, Ode on Everton. Um, kids, just say no to Cox. They won the first game of the season. What are your thoughts on Everton based on what you saw? Not you know, It was only one game, but they looked better than the, when you, last season, briefly. Um, I'd say we're, we're a similar kind of performance to what they did at Ellen Road last season. We, we lost 2-1. Um, look, they're competitive. Um, I don't think they offered, offered masses. Damari Gray had a worldie. Worldier again, which uh, I thought uh, if he carries that on, uh, be, his value will, uh, mm. will be a lot higher than what were it a couple of million the bought him for. 1.1 or something stupid, wasn't it? Yeah, so uh, he, had, he had a good game. I, though, I don't think, look, well, just based on that performance, probably mid, mid-table, upper, upper mid-table. Um. Yeah, the uh, I think they missed that that uh, dominant centre midfielder uh, that uh, is currently uh, not available for selection. Yes, you're setting people up for stuff tonight. Let's move on quickly before not all makes a comment. Um. <laughs> We've we've rattled through them very quickly. So one final Premier League point, which we, we don't want to talk about. You rattled through them very quickly. <laughs> are you on about Everton midfielders and the youth team? Or what are you, I wasn't. I wasn't. No. <laughs> um, we've rattled through the Premier League quick. So one one final Premier League question, which is one of the talk sport clickbait stuff they put out. But it's, it is worth mentioning because a lot of people kicked off about the Norwich stuff that they've they've talked about. Um, I can't remember who the reporter was for talk sport, but he suggested that Nor- Norwich were effectively cheating the system. By choosing not to spend lots of money in the Premier League, happy to get relegated and happy to get promoted, and then okay to get relegated and happy to get promoted. Um, his, his words were cheating the system. Um, Wayne, for me, Norwich is a really, really good example of how to run a football club. It's a long term project. They've spent money this time when they didn't last time. They could well stay up. I don't think they will, but they could. As a as a fellow yo yo club, like, so you know the uh, agony and ecstasy of constant promotion and relegation between one league and the other. Admittedly, it's, you know, Champions League one or of the Premier Championship. But if I were a Norwich fan, I'd be fucking more than happy with where the, the club goes. I can't see ever see a situation um, in these times where Norwich would be able to keep up with the big boys anywhere. Um, what's, I don't see the problem with doing what they do. Um, they plan for a future. They for the most part, keep the same squad in championship as they do at Prem. Um, they don't have any massive wage bills to deal with at the end of the season. They don't have to deal with potential uh, financial issues. And every other year they get promoted. What's the issue? If that's the way you want to run a football club, I don't see a problem with that personally. And I don't think I'd particularly mind it if it were Wednesday and Wednesday did the same thing. Yeah, you'd be a bit pissed off every two years if you're relegated. You know the club's going in the right direction. You know the club's been run well. Let them do it. Jimmy O'Hara says that they think he thinks that they should be revoked their Premier League membership to give teams from the Championship who actually want to spend their money a chance at the Premier League. Jimmy oh, O'Hara, Reading, G- Derby. Jimmy <laughs> O'Hara is absolutely he, talk, he talks absolute bollocks because, well, he talks bollocks in general anyway. But he said that. And then I think it might have been a, 
I don't know, a day or two earlier, some, I don't know, a day or two early, uh, later, but he said uh, he was talking about uh, clubs and and uh, League One and Two players uh, having financial troubles. Mm, uh, yes. and, and shit like that definitely causes it with some clubs. You know, with, with it, well, we're, we're all fine examples, aren't we? Really, uh, overspending uh, in last... 20 year so is this the same Jamie O'Hara that was getting paid £8,000 a week to play for Bill Ricky in this what 7th tier uh, was it 7th or 8th tier 7th or 8th that's just the same Jamie O'Hara isn't it yeah I think so he's full yeah. of shit he's just clicked you by now that that's all yeah. they do on talks yeah they just say controversial things to try and get people to react. To be fair, that's all they do on New York Talk as well. <laughs> <laughs> Works pretty well, to be fair. <laughs> Not all. Any thoughts on it? I don't like it really. So, sorry, mate. I can't, I can't. I suppose, like Wayne says, they get promotion. I'd I'd be frustrated as a Norwich fan that they don't try and take that extra step. I would be an all. But they have this year, aren't they? I know they've spent 100, not spent 100 million, but they have spent money this time. They spent literally nothing last time. Literally nothing. This time they have tried to improve in certain areas. And I still don't mind, might not keep them up, but there is a, a plan. From the outside, it looks like there's a, a plan. Look, the, the thing is, right, it, there's, you cannot guarantee promotion from Champions. What if, what if Norwich, right, said uh, last season, what, what, what if they'd obviously got relegated season before and then last season didn't happen? And and the thing is, it slowly starts drying up then, your, your money and, mm. and what you... What you yeah, it's, 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 it it's a gamble. It's a, it's a, it's a gamble. And, and you know what? I think it's quite arrogant uh, to... Just assume they're going to go back up. Yeah. So... Yeah. But also, also not spending allowed him to keep Puku, wouldn't have gone anywhere. But allowed him to keep Wendy in championship, allowed him to keep Campbell in championship, allowed him to keep Max Aaron's in championship. If they'd have spent money, they'd have had to recoup that by selling a couple of those players, which would have put that promo- promotion in jeopardy. Mm. So it's a fine balancing act. Um, see how they get on. You never know with Premier League. The Premier League last season wasn't a very good league. This season, we're very interested to be seeing how good it is. You know, the bottom seven or eight teams. Um, Let's see how it goes. Leeds might be in it, yeah. So it is all yeah. happening on the Monday night football right now. <laughs> Live update from Nuttall. Well, it's 1 0 but uh, to West Ham, but uh, Leicester just had Perez sent off as well. So. Oh, dear. Um, Wayne, before we leave the Premier League, would you like to go ahead and give us any fantasy football and Super 6 updates? Uh, well, I know yeah. fantasy football, two people still haven't joined. <laughs> That's not true. I joined today. No, right. no, yeah, I didn't last. Yeah. I looked. I, I, I joined today. I was, uh, uh, I was, yeah, sat waiting for something to happen today. So I, uh, I got bored and joined, um, mainly so that I could create a funny backline after the players' names. We'll come on to that afterwards. Um, I, I wonder who's in this. Anyway, uh, this week, seventeen points, top at league. Daniel Coates. Mm. Um, uh, second place, Scott Down, 16 points. Third place, Martin Liptrop, 14 points. Well done, Troll You. Um, right, so look further down. Not all of us joined third with 14 points. Well done. Um, I got, uh, oh no, hold on. Me, Waxy, I know I've no, got nine points. So, uh, yeah, it, it went poorly. Let's, let's not be about that. I don't think nine points is a bad return. About nine points being the worst is not terrible. Yeah, but we are quite terrible at this in general, aren't we? It's, it's, I mean, now I'm tr- now I'm actually submitting my predictions. I am getting some points. I went for nil-nil for every game this week and got nine points. So <laughs> There's no wonder we got seven points then, is there? <laughs> yeah. Dickhead. Um, Scott Downs, top so far for the season, 43 points. Uh, Coatsy, second, 42. Nuttall, third. 39 points. Early days, though. Don't worry. Um, 
Going further down, uh, we're going to have to go a long way down. Oh, I'm 27 for 19 points. Uh, Lexi, 29, 17 points. Odin, 30th. Odin, Lexi's above you. We we need to be need to be doing something about this. Well, I, 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 started, did I, I didn't put first two weeks on. Pathetic, Odin. Grow up. <laughs> that were a bit uh, a bit hostile. <laughs> we, have, we have got five people who haven't put it on at all this season. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Tony Travisario were up there last season. Uh, he's not he's not going involved, does he? Has he given up? Um, mm. Fair enough. Um, um, and I've got I've got fantasy football as well. Uh, top of the league, uh, Lee Dawson. Uh, Les's 70, brother. Yeah. Uh, 72 <laughs> points this week. Uh, 147 overall. Uh, Christopher Lilly in second. A monkey's veteran in this place. Um, don't look at me a minute. Look at Nuttall. He's gone. He was pointing at the sign. It was important. They've probably got to get uh, me or something. Uh, where else? Oh, Dan Senior's up near top as well. Well done, Dan. Uh, I don't have any idea where any of us are, apart from the fact that Carl Nuttall's in 12th. And I've been taking the piss out of him all last season. Uh, Nuttall, 18th. Um, Waxy, 24th. And me and Odin haven't actually joined. Well, I joined today, so I'll, I'll, I'll crack on from next week. Um, but yeah, well done to Coatsy and to Lee Dawson, top of both leagues. Fair enough. Um, the only real story I can see from the championship, there's a couple of interesting stories, but the big one at the minute is Sheffield United. Um, every, we, I think a lot of us tipped him for top six in our preseason prediction. So at least some of us did. I had him to win league. Well, there you go. Um, they currently sit with one point from four games. Um, they thought they'd clawed themselves a point on Saturday afternoon uh, to get a second point of the season. Uh, I can pass judgment on this. Disaster. You I can pass judgment because I was there and it was fucking hilarious to watch. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. It was, um, they always talk about that uh, bouncing day massacre when uh, Duffy scored against us and stopped us all from bouncing. Nothing was funny as them equalising in injury time, thinking they're finally going to get a point and, you know, they're going to score a goal or happy and all that. But Huddersfield to go over and get a 95th minute winner. It's beautiful to watch. The thing is about this, right, West Brom in midweek, fair enough. You know, West Brom are going to be up there. Uh, they did absolutely take them apart, and, but there were bad goalkeeping errors and uh, things like that. So it might not have been as bad if they actually had a goalkeeper in there and not a man with no hands. Uh, but losing at home to Uddersfield is a bad, bad result because there's it not is. many teams that Uddersfield are going to go away to and win this season. They're a nothing team, aren't they, Uddersfield at the minute? They didn't offer a great deal going forward. Um, now in Sheffield, to be fair, there weren't a lot of clear-cut chance. I think we didn't lose home to Woodfield this season. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, they didn't look a threat going forward. I saw maybe two instances from Brewster where um, you know, nice little shot off the ball movement and one of them led to a shot that kind of went nowhere. And other than that, I didn't do anything. Um McBurney won a couple of free kicks, didn't really do anything other than that one overhead kick. Um, right effort, that, to be fair. It, it just, there was so lacking in, it was a complete opposite of a Sheffield United team. What we've seen for the last three, four years of the attacking... Not included last uh, year. Yeah, yeah, not last year. Um, but, uh, I mean, I'm not saying they're expecting the overlapping fullbacks. I think the days of that are done, but just emphasis and um, bit of like liveliness going forward, there's just nothing there. Sander Berg was the only one trying to do anything, and to me, he didn't have that, that good a game himself. And he was the only one actually trying to create something. They, they've got problems, they are in a bit of transition, aren't they? But what, what, what hmm. I will say is for past couple of years, or particularly when they were doing well. We're sat there saying, I don't understand how this team full of League One journeymen is in the Premier League doing well. And we put it down to Chris Wilder. Nah, he's not there. Where are they heading? No. And, and not just that. I mean, we spoke about it before the start of the season, didn't we? But the the way the, the, the footballers that are there now aren't the type of players we've associated with 
Yukanovic side over on these shores. We uh, they, they're not they're not footballers, if you get me. They're not they're not like they're not technically gifted. So, uh, I'd say majority. They they they're a good solid championship shit house year kind of side. Uh, there's, I, I wouldn't say there's that many that are technically. Sorry, he crashed. He'll be back very in good a footballers. I'm not used to this layout. I'm scared. <laughs> He's I, done as the only. Nobody can see me sign. <laughs> I don't uh, mean that disrespectfully either. No, I know what you mean. It's like your Bashams and people like that. It's they're not. They're not technically gifted footballers in the way David Silver were a technically gifted footballer it's not like a, a natural born talent that is that they've got is it I think that's what you're trying to say isn't it yeah I mean they were looking at bringing Ronaldo Vieira in and I thought he'd have been he's definitely that type of player you know really tidy footballer good on ball yeah. uh, can can see a, can see a pass Uh Whereas I don't think you we like that Osborne. You don't really have. Well, he's failed his medical Vieira, hasn't he? Yeah, well, yeah. What, what? Like, Ronaldo Vieira failed. Yeah, his... what, what, what over? They said what it's about. I don't I know, don't but I'm know. guessing it were a, an injury. But he said, he said, um, I think Yukanovic said that it were going to be a little bit longer uh, out than the what they what they thought, originally thought. So they knew he had a, a knock or whatever, slight injury, but they thought it was going to be a short-term one than uh, expected. Than what it turned out, so... The, the, the thing is, we, uh, the only thing I will say is, it, it, were it at Fulham, that it did take Djokanovic quite a while to get going at Fulham. It's whether he'll get that time at Sheffield United, because we don't really know what this chairman's about a Sheffield. He seems a little bit like, I mean, Chancery's changing his ways, or he appears to be, but he seems a bit like Chancery in the way he's been running. And I know it's not, their fans are not overly happy with it. And I, I wonder if they'll give you kind of it's the time to actually put his stamp on it. I'm, I'm sure it took him 20 odd games to get going at full. It did. It, they brought, it changed when they brought in Mitrovic. Mm. That, that, was the, that was the key change. But that's because Mitrovic is a ridiculous championship striker. If you got that, well, they ain't got that. We know they ain't, they ain't got that. In McBurney and Brewster, they've got players, goal scorers proven at this level. Mm. Yeah, fair point, actually. It's not working for them, is it? I mean, it cost them 38 million. <laughs> but, <laughs> but of that. It's a tough yeah. habit, in it, to get out of Tough habit. Oh, losing. losing all. Yeah. That, that morale. That's probably another reason why they, they needed to get rid of a few, because they've come down with that used to losing mentality I think it does take mm. a bit of uh, a bit of get, well either a freshen up a few new signings but to get to get out of your system mm. and they haven't really signed anybody no. no it's a similar squad I know it's not the same but it's a similar squad that didn't just get relegated they got embarrassed so anyway good luck Sheffield United um, oh, okay. uh, moving on South Yorkshire Derby in League One Nuttall and Wayne are quite happy, um, which is interesting. Tells a story of its own. Um, 2 0 loss um, for Rotherham, 2 0 win for Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, Nuttall, thoughts? Uh, well, we just want to draw your attention to to this. This were, this were uh, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, Laxey hosts the Rotherham United podcast and uh, they caused quite a bit of a stir on Twitter last week when. Um, Mick I enjoyed stayed. every single second of it. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was a fantastic shit hours, right? <laughs> yeah, but the, the only thing is, I don't think he was doing it to purposely wind people up. He was being deadly serious. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and and he said that he wouldn't swap any player on, on the Rotherham team for any on the Wednesday team, which were one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. I'm not, if I'm being completely honest, <laughs> no, I, I, I disagree. It was the comment about Woody being uh, be best central defender. I think that's I think that's where we need to start questioning. Like so, we had we had we had our offer in the uh, 
And you were pretty content with Richard Wood? I'm very happy with Richard Wood, yeah. Oh, oh, no, I can't make that joke. We'll go through enough. No mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, so let's address the elephant in the room, like so. Because I have seen your goalkeeper play before, and he, he does appear to be quite a, a good keeper. Um, so my question is, what the fuck? I know. First mistake is made for all them. The first mistake that's led to anywhere near danger. Um, I love Victor and all. I fucking love him. He's... A, Brilliant. He's a brilliant keeper. He's a brilliant guy, and all he cares, he really wants to play for the club. He's happy to be, and all that type of stuff that is important to me. As well as being a good player, he ticks all the other boxes as well. I'm absolutely gutted it happened to him. I'd prefer it. I prefer Woody to make a mistake, and it costs Woody. But to, it's this young keeper who's positive and everything like that. I'm, I'm gutted that he's cost us that. It's not cost us games. I think I don't think we'd have scored anyway. We could still play now. I don't think we'd have fucking scored. But for him to get that sort of kicking ball, I'm absolutely gutted for Victor because I do fucking love him. But it's football, and he's got to learn and come back stronger, and better than that. He's got to learn. that's a basic mistake. We all know. We all. There's no point saying it's, it. It's a stupid yeah. mistake. It's it's not the the spilling shots. People spill shots all the time. It's how slow the shot came in that he spilled. It looked it. like it was bursting yeah. ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, first goal. Question of offside. So I've talked about this on the on New York on New York podcast. For, we, we were dead in line with you know you two as you two we know where I sit and I did, we're dead in line with the well ball came over top. I'm convinced it were offside. A few people say it weren't. For me, it's offside. The main issue was in the first half that the linesman every marginal offside call he was given offside every single one, um, and there were some shocking decisions at the first half. But it's one of them. If you're going to give marginal decisions, just give marginal decisions. That one was at best marginal and it didn't flag it as offside. So it's once again the consistency in officiating is to be expected. But for me it was offside, yeah. But the, the camera angle you can't because of because of how wide the camera angle's not, you can't actually tell, but for me it was offside. Yeah. I mean you can't see great front replays, but no. Because they were there. But Patson's not that quick. He he would not have no. got into that position we are getting a big advantage from it. He's only got to bend. You, you know how quickly it am. I don't know. You couldn't tell on camera, but there's no... Um, I, I, your suggestion you're making is that he couldn't have been in that position without being offside, and he could. You've only got to be crossing over. Don't forget you're doubling yeah. speed with both defender and striker on move. Yeah. I don't... There was, there was complaining about the pass and Cambira being offside. I don't think he were from replay. I think that's just because he's... he's yeah, it always looks offside in that situation. Look, 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 yeah, looking right. back, he's behind the ball. Looking back, at the time, I thought I was convinced he was offside, but looking back, he is. I think he's pretty confident he's behind the ball. I was, I was yeah. being, uh, happily corrected on that one. Uh, penalty decision, like sir. <laughs> was never a penalty in a million years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Um, but at the same time, Patterson deserves everything he gets because they were trying to rag him down since halfway line. And if you're still trying to drag him down near the box, you are asking for trouble. And you're um, going nowhere, which makes it even worse. Could, it was stupid. It could, yeah, exactly. He ain't, got, he ain't got left foot killed, so he, he couldn't have pulled trigger from there. Um, stupid. But I blame the referee for the loss because that penalty, that penalty kick was the genuine turning point of the game. Mick downplayed this on the podcast, but, but for me, that was essentially you getting a goal just before half time. And we all know how goals change games, particularly at those key times in the game. Superb save from Peacock Farrell. Decent enough penalty. Not, 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 not decent enough to go in, obviously. But full credit. Well, Peacock Farrell on the day was your best, one of your best players. He did everything right. He was very, very, very good. Absolutely nothing wrong with penalty. Um, that that would have gone in nine hundred ninety-nine times out of a thousand. Um, Odin Peacock Farrell has now <laughs> played five games and kept five clean sheets. Is it time to apologise? It's still a dick, though, isn't what it? Do you mean, is it time? What do you mean, is it time to apologise? Yeah, Odin always said he was good. It was what said he was shit. Bud, <laughs> <laughs> you've been uh, nothing but nasty about Peacock Farrell, and I think you should apologise to him on air right now. Look, I'm not apologising for anything that he that when I've criticised him for us, it's been right. He has had dodgy moments, and, uh, and he had he had some very good moments. Anyway, so, the, the, big, sure. the big point about why he's got five clean sheets is not necessarily because of him, is it? It's because of the four players stood in front, or the fucking ten players stood in front of him. So, yeah, 
I, on, I, the game, just, on the game itself, like I text Laxi before before the game and said, I don't understand why we've made the changes we've made. We've gone from taking as football as art, really, and at entering, we've probably been his best player this season so far. Byers was a good on ball. Uh, to put in Luongo, who, whilst he's a very good midfielder, and he, and he is good on the ball, he's more combative. And then Patterson, who can't actually play football. And then... After, <laughs> We can't, can it? And then no. and we just put a few bruises in, and I thought, I'm not sure this is, I'm not sure this is going to work because I thought you were going to try and rough us up, and mm. but in hindsight, I think it worked perfectly because I think if if it had put them them pure footballers in, you might have been able to rough us up. But as it happened, we roughed you up back, and mm. and looks like it's it's done his job tactically on day. That's the second it, half, we, we caught the counter a lot, didn't we? Yeah, the, the first, yeah, the, 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 it was a game of two halves. We were comfortably the better team for the first half an hour. Then it levelled off after that. And then second half, they were only one team. The problem with us is we never looked like scoring. Oh, we, taking away the penalty, obviously. We didn't look like scoring. Peacock Farrell, there's that say they talk about in second half. It was not a very strong header from a reasonable distance. I, I wasn't particularly the, impressed. Other, with that. other than the penalty, he didn't have a, a genuine save to make, really, did he? No, no, he didn't. And that's, not, that, that's our problem. Yeah, if he'd not saved the penalty, that save would not go on a, a, a replay highlight sort of thing. Yeah, they were just trying to obviously big him up from it, weren't they? I mean, it was, yeah. it was a decent save, but it were no no dread zone about that. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. It's one of those things. I'm, I'm frustrated because of the second half. Because we just didn't turn up, and I do, I'd, it, you obviously did some do something different, but I can't pinpoint what you did different in the second half compared to the first half. I can only see through my rather mired eyes and say that we didn't play well enough. So I can't, I can't tell you what Wednesday did well in that second half. But you, in a in a way, you must have done. Do you know what I mean? There must have been something that Wednesday did to change the game. It can't all have been a momentum from missing the penalty. I know that will have played a part. But there was such a change in the second half from from in the terms of the game. It was just it looked like a different game. Is it possibly the Ogbeni going off? That didn't help, but that were only twenty minutes in. We still we still continued that momentum um, before then. And also, I like to say, I don't know you to watch the first twenty minutes. I do did not understand your plan with Ogbeni because all you decided to do was give him the freedom with the fucking pitch. You get fastest fastest guy out pitch as much room as he wanted. And he's lucky that he didn't didn't get one of his crosses right because he he could have done anything he wanted, and it would just it was, it just seemed a crazy tactic and yeah that 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 has made a difference in the game. But was he playing down your left or right? Right, so to Palmer. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Palmer knew what he was doing. Actually, just a thing on Palmer. Palmer's now the only player that's uh, up one to want to keep who's out of contract to end of the season. I offers re-signed a new deal today. Mm. Um, on top of the Windass one. Um, so, you know, I think that if we can get him signed up, we're, we're pretty set going forward, even if we don't get promoted this year for whatever reason that might be. We're still pretty set going forward. I tell you, we were rubbish and I was surprised we were rubbish. Lewis Wing were crap. And I was really surprised how crap he were. He didn't, he didn't, want to, he didn't seem to want to get involved in game. It was really strange. Like I was saying about it being that scrappy sort of game in midfield, mm. that's not his game, is it? Bannon were relatively quiet, but I think we, marked, we man marked him. Quiet. Yeah, and it did that frees up other people because you you yeah. didn't no time to do what else. So I'm just going to take it back to this anyway and say, like, say, I want I want to know, I want to know who on that on that team you would have in your team. I want it from <laughs> on behalf of New York Talk. I disagree with Mick. I would obviously have Bannon in the team. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't think he's as good as what Sheffield Wednesday fans make out. I don't think he's, you know, the best player that's ever played football. Uh, and I think it's okay for people to criticise him. Sheffield Wednesday fans don't didn't seem to like that criticism. Um, but you know, it's a very sensitive lot. I've, I don't watch Wednesday enough to say. I obviously, I know Bannon's a good player. Other than that, I've, I only watch Wednesday when we when you play us. Obviously, I offers you did all your whole defence played very well, but. I couldn't pick out and say he was outstanding. He was outstanding. It was just a good defensive unit display. So your answer is fuck off. I don't want any of you piggy bastards. <laughs> I just want a soundbite. I just want a soundbite. Like, just give me a soundbite. 
There's no need to be bitter, Laxy. Come on, I was surprisingly all right. You know, I, I, I just about six, half six and saying that I were fine. I got over it really, really quickly because it weren't a hundredth minute equaliser. As long as it's not a late goal, you cunt. I'm all was, right. Was that because uh, Nuttall weren't there to wind you up and it was just me? I mean, that helped. Yeah, not seeing Nuttall did help on Saturday night. I'm not gonna lie. I was too busy sat at home basking in his title win. <laughs> oh, God, it's started again. I love right. it. Moving, moving swiftly on for the final part of this uh, whole saga with uh, with Mick. Um, I understand we're, we're, we're going to try and rectify this problem, aren't we, Alexa? Yeah, and I don't know why. Mick has volunteered this. I will make this absolutely clear. Mick has volunteered this, uh, that if we can raise 200 quid for Rotherham Hospice, he will do a show wearing a Sheffield Wednesday shirt on New York. Oh, talk. wow. There you go. I can't believe he's agreed to do that. I'm not gonna lie. I would not. I would not be wearing a Sheffield Wednesday shirt. So I want for 200 quid. I mean, not a Wednesday one, like a Sheffield United one, for example. Yeah. No way. Not no. for 200 quid, and not not to a charity. All of said that. I want to know. Chat chat talk about a nice thing that Mick's doing. Fucking nuts! I've gone full fucking. It's on this one, aren't I? It's a great cause. Rodham Hospital is a great cause. So if Harry does feel generous, go to New York Talk. It's on our uh, on our Twitter feed. Um, it would be funny to see Mick do a show in a Sheffield Wednesday shirt. It'd be very, very funny. Oh, wait, amount of riling up he did the other day, we can surely raise 200 quid. Can, can we just talk about Sheffield Wednesday fans for a moment? Because I know every fan's got a set of sensitive lots, but I cannot believe how quickly and how much... They got triggered by that one comment. It was unbelievable. That that, that video make had like forty thousand views. I can't believe how quickly it was beautiful. I thought it was excellent shit. I was right. I mean, <laughs> top quality shit. I was right. I was really proud of it. <laughs> Obviously, having known Mick, I know. Uh, I, 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 I think I don't think they, I think there was a little bit of tongue in cheek about it. There was a little, little bit, bit yeah. yeah. Um, I also believe that he probably believed that as well, but I think he was he was playing up to it. <laughs> I, I thought it was fantastic, but it shit out of Odin, as the uh, as the neutral party on this, you can be neutral you... in this and all, not trying to wind up like you were all the day. <laughs> what do you think of the What do you think of the shit out of Oh, don't 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 get me. It it, it, it was a good piece of shit out of you, wasn't it? Um... <laughs> Uh, do you know what? I, I've not, I've not really. I've got last season's performances here. I've not seen you this season, so, and I've not seen your new signings. And, and to be, to be really honest, uh, it's too, too far. If you're playing on, on my back garden, I won't watch you. <laughs> uh, so, uh, honestly, I, I can't, I can't, I can't really compare. I've got Bannon. I, I watched Bannon for a season. Hmm. Is a shit old? Tell me, he's shit old. Come on. Am I, am I freezing up here? Yeah. Yes. Say anything. This is fantastic. It's like we're being on dial-up. <laughs> I think Odin's on dial-up. Hello. <laughs> what's that well like? Hello. <laughs> oh, this Barry has been Bannon. smooth. Yeah, Barry Bannon, mate. <laughs> but he's like, he's, he's, he's like Mike Bassett. He's like oh, Mike Bassett when they're talking to him in uh, Rio. Oh, is it a pina colada? A large one? Odin <laughs> <laughs> did want to be on the show wow. today, but he couldn't fit it into the suitcase. <laughs> Oh, not all. Thoughts on Wednesday fans' reactions on Friday? And I'll be honest, we'll record in Monday. I'm still getting comments from Wednesday fans oh, on YouTube and Twitter. It's one of them things, and it? it's like Villa. We you get you, you notice yeah. it more when it's a big club like City. You get it with Villa. We really more fans. You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get no, it with Villa. Villa fans. Club, it's big really. You get it with Leeds every time you mention anything about the club. It, you do. You do get it, and then League One. Oh, well, you said you got it with Luton fans last year, but you've, yeah, yeah. You, you've 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 made us. Oh, 
Mix made a statement there, which is a load of bollocks. So that they are going to they are going to jump on it. That's it. We're on Monday, and Nuttall is still biting. <laughs> yeah, it were a ter- it were a terrible comment. I'll tell me. I'll tell Mick it. He probably knows, and he probably is winding up a little bit. But we're a terrible comment. So, I mean, if you for me, you look down the spine of the team at Wednesday. You've got up there with the best five players in that position in the league in every in every position in net in centre half centre midfield and up top. Who's good up top? Well, Gregory Windass when he's back. Windass, all right. I'll go Windass. Gregory's a portrait. From what I've seen of Gregory so far, I really like looking at him. He's exactly what Jordan Rhodes should have been, but cost a lot less. It's going to be interesting for you to see what happens when you when you go behind and you lose a couple of games because we know it's going to happen. And how do you react from that? You've not had to do that yet. You would assume that it's going to come up, but that's the test of a team. Well, well. And I'm not just saying this because it's us, because I remember talking about it with Frank Lampard's Chelsea. Mm. Teams that do well are built on a solid defence. And that's why I'm I'm more confident now than the I were gift. a few weeks ago. Gift, historically. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> is that? Is that the spirits talking to us? <laughs> Wayne's Roku <laughs> players start again. What's <laughs> going <laughs> on? <laughs> oh, you know what? The thing is, I don't even know why that. Off. I don't know it. I don't know where that comment fit in either. That's what makes no, that even funnier. It could have been, been from ten minutes ago. Yeah, it could. <laughs> but but good teams are built on a solid def- solid defense, or teams that do really challenge are built on a solid defense. So I thought mm. we'd take a bit of time to get going, and then we'd come good in. November sort of time when we started to gel, but it's coming. It seems to be coming together a lot earlier than I expected, which is why I've already accepted we've won league. So, one of the beautiful things about Sheffield Wednesday fans is how far you get ahead of yourselves. (laughs) It's beautiful. Just bear in mind, I didn't predict us to finish in top six. I'm just throwing it out there. Sticking with that. that. Sticking with that. We think you get record points total now. Um, since Odin's here, we might as well ask him about something that he's up to date on. So, Odin, what did you think at Euro semi final? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no? that's what we get. No. Terrible. Odin's Ord- Ord- disappeared, actually. He's just seen news Michael Jackson's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, yeah, have to have uh, one about his internet connection. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck's sake! I mean, this has gone well. Yeah. Um, let's just let's just bring this up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. let's just let's just let's be. So yeah, thank you all for watching. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, I've not enjoyed the last twenty minutes, so I'm not gonna lie. It weren't fun reliving that again for that third time. Um, but. I've got another South Yorkshire direct to look forward to next week with Donnie coming to town, so that's always a good laugh, isn't it? Just, just out of interest with Mick's uh, charity charity mm. thing, is he going to publicly apologise as well whilst wearing a Wednesday shirt? Or is he just wearing a Wednesday shirt? He did basically apologise. He, he, he would never apologise, but I th- he did basically say he went over the top on the podcast. If, if I, I know a lot of Sheffield Wednesday fans have already listened to New Yeah, New today, actually. Um, so, yeah, go, if you haven't listened to it, go on and listen to the episode, good full episode because you, you will enjoy it. I enjoy oh, yeah. it. We got we got <laughs> a mention on a on a Wednesday podcast. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. brilliant. It's beautiful, I love it. It's nice to see you, Rod. <laughs> Maybe it's not. It was nice to see you, Rod. Oh, fucking hellfire. Uh, but yeah, just keep, just keep, slap keep, the side of his phone to make it work <laughs> like a nineties TV. It's like it's like a Mega Drive. You just blow into all, oh, oh, it'll fix it. No, you can't. <laughs> oh, fuck you know. sake. Wow. Um, yeah, keep an eye on Twitter for the for, for donation to make. It's on. It's on our. So it says on the Old Monkey's social channel. Um, so we'll be on there. We're back next week when Premier League stuff and football stuff will have happened. 
please subscribe to YouTube and on iTunes, Spotify. You'll build Singleton's background, which won't be there next week. I'll be amazed if Holly lets you keep up that picture all week. Not 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 the sign. I she might let you keep up the email sign and the love art. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised. Is he? Not, I'm, I'm surprised. Not... Does he not live above bed in Endon? Uh, he's just been living on top of the fridge, to be honest, uh, for, for the last few months. So I thought I'd get him out. But I might swap tops next week. I might get me um, Metallurgian-esque top art, stick that up there for you. You should. You should, absolutely. Um, so, Wayne, thank you for coming. I don't think you'd notice, but yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry, mate. And at all, it's, uh, it's always a pleasure, mate. It has been a, a, an absolute... <laughs> this show has been an absolute shit show. <laughs> Was there yeah, any audio listeners? Nuttall's background is falling apart. Uh, yeah, it has been an absolute pleasure today, actually. Like, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Um, so, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs>